Welcome to Click Connect. I'm your host, Craig Sullivan. And today, we've got one of our industry leaders joining us. We've got Mr. Vinay Patel, the current chairman of AHOA, joining us from the Hunter Conference. But before we bring him out, I would like to thank our production partners, Radisson Hotels of the Americas, and our good friends over at Chicago Title, National Commercial Service Group, California. If you're thinking about a new brand, give our friends at Radisson a call. Let them know that producer Danny and I sent you. And also, if you need to get your real estate transactions closed on time, call our friends at Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group and let them know that we sent you there as well. With that out of the way, it is an honor and a pleasure to welcome Mr. Vinay Patel, 2022 Chairman of AHOA to Click Connect. Vinay, how are you? And welcome to the show, my friend. Hey, I'm doing really well. Thank you. I appreciate the fact that I get a chance to get on, on the show with you here. I'm at the Hunter Conference today, and uh, it's it, you know you talk about the the. I'm not saying it's irrational exuberance in any way at all, but at the end of the day, you see the vibrancy of our industry. Yeah. It's amazing, and so I think I saw the same thing last week or two weeks ago when I was in LA at, at the Click Conference as well. So it feels good as a hotelier, if you're a hotelier, owner, operator, whatever. Uh, it feels good to be in the industry. So I'm I'm glad that we're in this time right now to kind of look in ahead here. I couldn't agree more with you. I think we saw it was more than just guarded optimism. We know we still have some challenges, labor, cost of funds, various other things. But we were all together in a room, okay? We went through what was going on in California, and we'll talk about Hunter in a little bit. But it was great to see everybody, you know, and be able to have our discussions and bring industry leaders like yourself you know, to the forefront and get your opinions out to the owner operators here in California. And I thank you for that. And the continued support from AHOA. They, they're a founding sponsor of Click. Uh, it, they're greatly appreciated. So, and we got to make a donation to your scholarship fund. So that was always good. So. Yeah. You know, the thing is that scholarship fund, you talk about scholarship funds and you talk about, and again, this may be part of the subject matter. But you you look at the future of the industry. It's in the younger people that are here. Yeah. So even at the Hunter, and I've been talking to a lot of younger students from Michigan State to Virginia Tech, and even at Alice, I spoke to a lot of students there as well. And these are the people that are the industry, the future of our industry. And so I, I'm glad that you and I appreciate the fact that you and a lot of the industry partners are stepping up to make sure that this industry stays vibrant for the next you know 50, 100 years or so. You know, it it really has to. You know, we're we're in the hospitality business we're in the people business you know we take care of them we give them security a place to rest to recharge their batteries to have a vacation with their family and sadly through the vast majority of the nearly 29 years i've been in the industry we have not done a good job of recruiting yeah. and not everybody has to go to wall street and i've been banging that drum for a long time and when we set up click it was truly one of the four pillars was to give back to the community and by way of scholarship donations. So it's our it's our privilege to help an industry that's helped me and my family for my career. So absolutely. Yeah, so Vinay, one or two people that may not know you, please tell them about yourself, your firm, and AHOA. Sure. Uh, my name is Vinay Patel. I'm based right outside of Washington, D.C. in Fairfax, Virginia. Uh, and I've got the typical AHOA story. You know, my parents uh, moved here, migrated from uh, Africa, and I migrated with them. And obviously, I grew up here with them. And 
did everything from front desk to housekeeping to maintenance to help them out in terms of the small motel. And you know, I, I got married, and then afterwards I started running my own small motel. And, and I've got a college degree here, and so I said, look, hey, I've got a college degree here. Not that nothing against running a small business in any way at all, but how do I kind of scale this and get it bigger and bigger? And so we ended up um, building in bigger, big, bigger hotels. And after that, it's just one after the other. We build, bought, sold, whatever. And so currently, I'm a president and CEO of Fairbrook Hotels, which is based outside of Washington, D.C., in Fairfax, Virginia. And so we own and operate uh, 12 hotels. And that includes everything. I've got an ESA, an extended to America from an economy perspective, to a micro hotel, to a days in, to a couple of country and suites, uh, to an, a loft, to a holiday inn, to a Hampton Inn and a Truce. So we've got a little bit of it all in terms of the brands that, that, that we represent from a company perspective. But more importantly for me personally is the fact that I also moonlight as the chair of the uh, for Asian American Hotel Owners Association. And so you talk about uh, the enlightenment that I've had over the last four years as an officer and over the last uh, year in terms of being as a chair of the association. Uh, it's been it's been really it's been great in terms of all the transition that's gone through. Uh, a lot of things I've learned myself. And hopefully I was able to give back to the association, to our industry in any way possible. So so that's the kind of the, the two minute uh, sell job on my side in terms of what what I where I'm at and where I'm doing right now. So Lord knows what I'm going to do next uh, after three weeks after our convention. I, I'm going to take a month off and kind of relax a little bit. But we'll see what happens after that. Absolutely. And I, I really don't think most of the hotel community understands the sacrifices that you make over those four years. I mean, you basically got two full-time jobs and a family <laughs> upset at you the whole time because you're never around. Yeah. You, you know, you're, you're lobbying, you're going to conferences, you're in Atlanta at the headquarters. It, it goes on and on. And then you throw in the commitment with the PAC. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a commitment. And I thank you personally for that because you guys have always done a great job. And I, I've been, a card-carrying member of a HOA since I first got into the hotel industry, and I'm very proud of that. So, uh, your organization, our organization, means the world to me. Thank you. So, yeah. tell us about what you want to accomplish as chair this year. You've got an agenda. There's there there's that one or two things that really ignited you that you want to give back to our community? What are those things that you want to try and accomplish during your chairmanship? So, you know, you talk about leadership and you talk about, you know, people sit there and say, oh, well, you became a chair when the, it's the worst of the worst, right? You talk about pandemic times. And, and, and so to, to me, I think that this when you want to lead. This is why I'd rather be here. I don't want to be leading when everything is going really, really well, because everybody can do anything positively at that time. Because it's just the, you know, the, the, the water floats, all the things up there. So for for me personally, I think that's been a great opportunity for me to, in terms of leading this association. Obviously, you know that there's been a lot of changes from a leadership perspective as far as the uh, president and CEO on our side. And even over the last six months, we've had a lot of transitions in terms of staff as well. So. I feel privileged the fact that I can be involved in this decision-making and I can influence this association over the long term. And I hope that five years, 10 years from now, and I look back and say, okay, it was because of me that we changed this or it's because of me that we did this year. Uh, and, and so I, I'm thinking that there are a lot of things that are relevant today. And so, you know, you talk about the OHA membership. The OHA membership today is upset or 
growing over the fact that franchising is a big issue. You know, the franchising has been a big issue. And you talk about the margins that our industry has faced, and it's not about Hawaiian itself, but as an industry, our margins have gone so laser thin over the last uh, couple of years. Pandemic has not helped. The labor cost has not helped. The inflation has not helped and all these things. And so how do we kind of move forward as an industry to go to better, better, better ways in the future here? So that's some of the goals that I'm looking at. And so we've looked at over the last uh, six months or eight months in terms of what we can do as an association. And one, one, one thing I will close out with here is that I feel good. I feel good in the sense that I know there's a lot of, uh, uh, apprehension in the sense, hey, where, what's, what's, what's going on right now? You got a lot of transition, got a lot of things going on, a lot of changes there. But I feel good in the sense that, hey, look, you've got a vice chair who's behind me uh, who will do a great job and follow what I'm thinking of doing, Barad, and then Miraj, who's in the, our current secretary right now, and then the future leader that we have. And so, look, is it going to be bumps? Of course, there's going to be bumps. But I think I'm so privileged and we're all lucky that we have people like these guys who are behind me. They'll take this industry and this association to a new level. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you, my friend. So any updates? What's going on with the Ahoa Pack right now? Anything you can talk about? Sure, sure. The pack is going well. I mean, the pack is not what it used to be. I mean, obviously, we're all in the same boat in terms of the uh, the commitments that we all make. Uh, is it going to be at the same dollar amount as we did probably in 2018, 2019? Of course not. But I think at the end of the day, we still have engagement from our members. Uh, you know, we just had a regional meeting in uh, Oklahoma and we raised almost $50,000 or 50 or $60,000 in PAC just from that one region. Wow. So, you know, so I, I, that just goes to show me that, hey, look, our guys are still involved. They're still engaged and they realize the value and the relevancy of raising pack dollars and it's not easy these days i mean you talk about a guy who's owner operator or you know running a hotel and you know to ask for pack donations it's not easy these days but i think we're, we're doing so, so far doing well well let me know when you're out here you know raising money for the pack i'll, I'll shuffle my schedule around and be there and i'll make a donation yeah. as well um, that's how critical it is everybody yep. we need our pack we need our trade organization so please help all right. One quick plug on the sure. pack, and, and I, I, I use this, not line, but uh, the, the importance of this pack. And, 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 you know, we get this from our community all the time. Hey, look, I'm going to donate 500 1000 or $5,000. And, you know, it's like people expect an ROI. And, and that's one of the biggest challenges with the right. pack is that we're avoiding problems that you'll never see. Right. You know, so, you know, yeah, when you look at a problem, then you avoid, you, you try to deal with it. But with the pack, those problems never arise because if you challenge them in advance and you talk to your legislatures and say, look, this is going to be something that's so detrimental to our industry, let's not even put it on the table to vote. But nobody sees that. Right. And so these are the pack don't dollars help that level of things behind the scenes that happen. And I'm not saying in a negative way, but we avoid a lot of problems when we donate to the pack. And so we don't get that. You may as an owner, we may perceive that hey, I'm not getting an ROI on the thousand dollars donated, but you, you, the problem is that you never saw the problem was we avoided the problem because right. the you donated. Exactly. And I couldn't agree more with you now, you know, if it has seen the light of day and, you know, I, I, I use this comparison a lot. It's like, you know, Frankenstein's monsters gotten out and we're the villagers with pitchforks and torches. You know, that's when you know that, you know, things didn't go well and we need to rally our community and, and, and try and shut this down and work with the other trade organizations as well and you know since the inception of the ahoa pack 
I've noticed that, you know, that behind the scenes has been more and more and that you guys have been doing a great job. So thank you for that as well. So Ahoacon's coming up, my friend. What do you want to share about Ahoacon? Yeah, you know, the Ahoacon is always a great event. Uh, I'm at I'm in Hunter, obviously, right now and just talk to a lot of uh, partners and members that are coming to the show here. Uh, and we're excited. We're expecting a good crowd. We're expecting around like 4,000 people uh, to come to the convention. We've got a great lineup. We've got Ray Lewis, who's going to be speaking, a keynote speaker on our first day. And then on our second or third day, so we've got Jay Shetty, who's a motivational speaker. And then we've got Bill, uh, Bill Marriott, who's going to come out there. Uh, and we're going to give uh, him an award. And, and so we're going to give him an award. So he's going to come out there as well. So uh, we've got a good, good entertainment in terms of the uh, uh, stage we have there. And we've got Sean, who's an opera, uh, what do you call, singer as well. So, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when you come to the Ahoy events here, and I, and I was talking to a lot of younger people here today as well, I go, look, if you want to come to an event that is great and is fun, come to the Ahoy convention. You get a lot of education, you'll get a lot of uh, motivational speakers, and you'll get great entertainment altogether. So it's all packed in one. And many of you, I mean, as you guys know, the whole membership want to have good food. So, oh, yeah. So, yeah. The food is the most important thing. It's like any wedding you go to, you got to have great food. And so we'll make sure that the, the food there is going to be spectacular in terms of what we deliver there. So, so we're looking for a great convention here coming up soon. Absolutely. And you know what? I've never had a bad meal at a Hoacon. And the networking is second to none. Uh, you know, it, everybody is there. And I, I'm looking forward to being in Baltimore and being there as well. Matter of fact, I think Glenn Hausman and I are doing a live Friday night audit at least once from Hoacon. So we're looking forward to that. So, my friend, what are your impressions of the Hunter Conference? You're there right now. What's What's the vibe? What's the feeling? What's the buzz? You know, it's similar to what I experienced uh, last week or two weeks ago at, at, at the Click Conference as well. I mean, there's some a good momentum. I, I think that we're kind of in at the bottom of that, not the bottom of the curve, but bottom there. And I feel like we're moving in the right direction. Uh, corporate travel has been always, it has been the challenge over the last six months or 12 months or whatever. And I see some, uh, I see, I'm not saying it's going to be back to normal in terms of the corporate travel. But I think that I see light at the end of the tunnel here. And even in my own hotels, I mean, you talk about I've got hotels purely based purely on, on, on corporate travel there. And we're seeing some of that stuff come back. And, and so yeah, I was looking at my audit reports from most of my hotels this morning. And it's like, OK, these are these the things are slowly coming back. And so I think that owners, uh, hoteliers and our industry overall, when you look ahead, we've got some bright days ahead of us here. So I, I'm looking forward. To the next uh, next phase in from, from, from industry perspective, absolutely. So you know we had record hotel sales last year at retail pricing. Um, you know the the crash and burn that you know the doom and gloom people were predicting did not happen. A lot of stuff did get kicked down the road. But what do you see going into the remainder of 2022 and 2023 for hotel sales? It's excitement. I mean, I hate to say this here. I myself, and I was talking to a couple of vendors um, last year at the Ahoa conference and even this year at the Hunter conference here and talking to a lot of people here. And you would think that from a normalcy perspective, hey, look, you're coming out of a pandemic. The industry has taken huge hits. You talk about hits. We've taken a huge hits. And you would think that now is a great time to buy and get in the industry. And I'm not saying it's a bad time. But the reality is that if you want to get in the industry, it's not priced cheap. 
is is right. still priced high, and it's not even about California. To I see it across the country when I talk to a lot of different of our members that hey, look, we can't find hotels at the pricing that they're expecting. So I think the reality is that we've come out a long way. There's a lot of money on the sidelines. Uh, there's a lot of people that want to invest back into hotels or get back in the industry. So look, it looks really good. I mean, I, I, look, I'm, I sold a hotel last year. You would think that why would you ever want to sell a hotel after a pandemic? You want to sell it at the peak. But I was able to get a pricing that was above the peak. So I think that we've got some bright things ahead. Obviously, yep. financing is going to be a little bit of a challenge. Interest rates rising is a little bit of a challenge. Lenders are still being you know, conservative in terms of how they lend, right. which is at the end of the day may not be a good or bad, but I think it's a good thing on the long term because you don't want to make stupid mistakes and be coming back in this situation a couple of years from now. I agree. I think, you know, it's, you know, unfortunately we need to have that guardrail uh, to protect ourselves from over encumbering a piece of property. You know, we've got a lot of people that, yeah, just want to come in, prove their performa, and try and sell it at the peak of the market before everything slides. And, you know, I'm not sure that that's really a great strategy. I'm more about, you know, the hotels that I've invested in, it's it's the long-term hold. It's building generational wealth. Yeah. Now, saying that, everything's for sale at the yeah. right price, okay? So, yeah, I, you know, but I'm not going to go into something and go, okay, we're going to do a two, maybe three-year hold. And, and try and sell it. It's no, we're looking for the long, long-term hold. Yeah. So you've got all the brands at Hunter right now. What are you hearing about conversions? Because I think that's the journey we're all going down right now. Um, you know, I mean, some of the pips are coming in and they're dramatically higher than what any of us expected. Uh, now, you know, I know a good broker, you've got them involved you know they've got that change of ownership pip already ordered with the brand so the buyer can see what that is you've got a good idea as being the seller what that's going to be and maybe that spurred on the sale or you decided to hang on to the property and now you're going to do a brand conversion so what do you think of all of that yeah you know conversions it's a great opportunity right now but you simply cannot build anymore right i mean not not let me rephrase it. you cannot not build you can always build but the cost structure is very very high uh, you know, you talk about materials, lumber to labor to whatever else is out there. So what we paid probably two, three years ago, you cannot build that same hotel today. So with that said, hey, for me as an owner, you know, looking to develop or grow, hey, how do I kind of find an older asset or an asset that I can hey, like convert to something that's out there? And so you're right. It's expensive. You just got to make sure that you can budget for that. Obviously, you got supply chain issues as well uh, in terms of what, what what you can get in and uh, timing-wise. So it, it is becoming a challenge, but you do have to price that in uh, in terms of when you do the conversion. But it's, it's a great opportunity to do any kind of conversion right now. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. And did you build that true hotel that you own? Yeah, we just uh, opened I it up. I love that brand. I think that's, you know, that hit on all the right marks with with the you know the the millennials the gen y gen z i think it's a great hotel and i think it's you know congratulations to you that's wonderful i'd yeah. love to get into one of those <laughs> yeah and, and, you know one, one thing i would tell this to all the brands as an owner's perspective and nothing yeah. i'm not pushing hilton marriott in any way at all that's not my point here but i'll tell you that you go back to that brand and any brand that's out there if if if, if it's simple and easy and you've got simple directions in terms of technology in terms of building the box and how you have there 
it makes it so much easier for us as an owner to develop that. And then after that, it, it, it just makes sense. And so I agree with you more uh, that fact that, hey, look, in the truth situation, it has just been one of those things where, look, it's a simple box, it's yeah. a simple operations, uh, and it works. And, and so you can't, it, it checks all the boxes off when you develop a Absolutely. So my friend, we had the return of the Great American Road Trip last year. Are we going to have the Great American Road Trip 2.0 this year? What do you think? Yeah, you know, I mean, even despite the gas prices, I know the gas prices are still up there, but it's not easy to travel abroad. I mean, I've canceled trips across because I've got to do this. I got to go through so many hurdles to take a trip abroad. So I think in the near short term, and what I mean by that is probably this summer into this year, we're still the the, the Great American Road Trip is still there. Um, and one of the things that I feel good about the USA is that you technically don't have to travel abroad. I mean, if you want the beaches, you want historic, you want mountains, you get everything in the USA. And so uh, I think one of the things that we as a, as a, as a community, as a, as, a, as a country, realize that, hey, look, we typically don't have to. But I think this in the next six months will probably still be here, even despite the gas prices, but it's still not as easy to travel abroad. Uh, yeah. I know there's a lot of options there, but still, it's still people are still a little bit hesitant in terms of traveling. I agree. I think we got to keep that money in the country and support our hospitality yep. community and our partners you know whether it's driving or flying or taking a train you know we we need to you know promote tourism within the united states so yep. all right my friend you ready for our lightning round sure all Easy. right producer danny's going to put two minutes on the clock we're going to start right now labor hi team have to have it amenities Need it. Road Warrior. Coming. Ground up or conversion? Ground up. Leisure. Gotta have it. Favorite airport? Washington Dulles. Tequila or Blue Label? Tequila. <laughs> Favorite hotel or resort? Uh, the uh, Waldorf. Uh, not Waldorf, sorry, the, the Grand Wailea in Hawaii. Ooh, one of my favorites. My client was the initial owner, operator, builder on that. Uh, drive or fly? Fly. There you go. You did that with a minute seven left on the clock. I think you set a record, my friend. Congratulations. So, Give me the answers. Easy questions. Yeah. I mean, it's just something to have some fun with. Yeah, a little yeah. insight. So let's talk about team. You know, I obviously the past two and a half years have, have, have been horrendous for everybody. How do you keep your team together and how do you keep them energized so that they're smiling and working to their peak proficiencies? Because a lot of them are putting in a lot of overtime right now because we are short staffed. And how do you try and correct that, you know, and get, get some more bodies at the hotel and add to your team? Yeah, you know, the, the thing is that uh, the team is absolutely critical right now. And the one word that I can use, and I think that's really worked well for us, is empathy. Uh, if you have the empathy towards your team members and understand that the viewpoint and the situation they're in, whether it be front desk housekeeping or GM or even a, from a, a VP level or whatever. And, and, and so if you look at that viewpoint and put, put yourself in their view, in their seat and you show empathy, that has been the common denominator for us. And look, at the end of the day, we, are we, do we have labor problems at our hotels as well? Of course we do. 
but I'm not saying that we're struggling to the point where we're not cleaning rooms or we're not selling rooms or we're not conducting our business. I think so. The word I would use and suggest to everybody is to use the word empathy towards your staff because you got to give them credit. Without them, you simply cannot run a business. You cannot do anything yep. and, and you just simply cannot do that. Great answer, my friend. We're out of time. I, I don't want to cut you loose, but you also need to get back to the Hunter Conference today. Thank you for joining us today. How can people get a hold of you? It's a shameless plug for you. Ahoa and your business. Sure. Yeah. You, Vinay Patel at ahoa.com or, uh, you know, Vinay Patel. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, and if anybody needs help, thoughts, questions, or suggestions, or need my help, or I can, you, whatever. Uh, I think you know me well enough that uh, that I'm here available for the industry as a whole. And Craig, I appreciate you for the fact that you've done so much for our industry, uh, especially in the California area here. And so you've done so well. So thank you very much on the behalf of AHOA and the entire team. Oh, thank you, my friend. I appreciate you and everything you guys have been doing for us. And you've got an open invitation to come back and join us anytime you want, Vinay. Thank you very much. Definitely. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you, our audience, for joining us today. And I also want to thank our production partners, Radisson Hotels of the Americas and Chicago Title National Commercial Services Group, California. Without them, without you, without our guests, we don't have a show. So thank you for joining us. Please remember to follow us on all the social media outlets. And if you're over on our YouTube channel, smash that bell, subscribe, like us. And you'll get notifications every time a new episode drops. So always remember, be kind, share your knowledge, now go be amazing.